Welcome to CEO on the Go, the show about personal and professional growth for busy leaders like you. I'm Gail Lance, and I'm here to help you think differently, solve big problems, and inspire change. It's tough to do on your own and even with a team, but it is possible. So let's get started. Welcome to CEO on the go. I'm guessing that you're tuning in because you may be a little stressed or someone may have referred this episode to you. Uh, Regardless, I'm glad that you're here. This episode is airing toward the end of May, which is Mental Health Awareness Month. So I wanted to sneak in one more episode sort of tied to that theme of mental health, just to recap a couple of other notable episodes during the month of May that are also tied to mental health. The first one in May was called The Power of Leadership Transparency, and that was my conversation with Chuck Swoboda. Really encourage you to to listen to that if you haven't. He was very transparent himself about some of the the issues and challenges that he has faced regarding uh, mental health issues. Chuck had great insights to share from a CEO perspective. And then another one is Building Strength and Speed to win your game. And that was my conversation with Jude Massion, who is a coach for elite athletes. So we talked a lot about the parallels between coaching athletes and coaching leaders and making sure that you've got your your mindset where it needs to be, as well as your physical strength. So anyway, those are two interesting episodes that I would highly recommend if you haven't had a chance to listen to those. But today I want to talk about job stress. You see it everywhere. Almost a day doesn't go by without someone complaining about how stressed they are at work. And I'm guessing if I asked you, you know, on a scale of one to 10, how stressful is your job with 10 being highest, you would probably be at least at a seven or eight, or some of you might even say 11 or 12 or higher. I get stressed as well, and I've learned ways to manage stress better over the years. So I'm, I'm sharing what I know both as a teacher and student today as I continue to learn about what causes stress and how to deal with it. And this is an important conversation to have because, as you know, stress impacts decision-making, productivity, employee morale, and that means it impacts your bottom line. I know that stress is a broad topic, so I wanted to break it down in a way that might help you understand it better and more importantly, help you help other people in your organization or on your team who seem to be especially stressed on the job. Like any other problem, the more specific you can be about what the real issue is, the better you can address it. So I'll be covering seven common causes that create stress on the job. And and there are actually ways to determine which of those areas is most problematic. And and we can talk about that um, a little bit later. But for now, I just wanted to, to walk through some of the seven most common causes. Essentially, we're answering the key question, where is this stress coming from? Number one, the demands of the job. Is that a potential source? You know, one of the questions to ask, are the demands of the job exceeding a person's ability to cope? And there are a couple of aspects to consider. Time management is one. Is the employee managing their time well? That's that's something to consider. And also one other aspect of that is competency, job match. Is the person the right fit for the job? Sometimes the demands of the job can be extremely stressful if you've got someone who can't manage their time well, or they're they're just not the right fit because they don't have the right skill set. Another possible source, number two, is looking at effort and reward. 
sometimes you've got a person who's putting in a lot of work with a lot of effort, but they're not really finding the satisfaction or the reward that they want. You know, a lot of people are seeking meaning and purpose in work. So it's worth kind of exploring what what is it that that person really wants most. There are ways to assess what what motivates a person. What would the appropriate reward look like for that specific person? So looking at the effort versus the reward balance is one potential source of stress. The third is control. How much control does a person need? You know, a feeling of powerlessness is a universal cause of job stress. And I know that we've all felt a sense of powerlessness over the past year or so. Um, But but just take a look at the workplace involvement. Look at workplace empowerment. Are people empowered? Do they have autonomy to make decisions? Some people thrive in chaos and others don't. So just better understanding your employees and the sense of control that that they may need. Some people need more control compared to others, but that can be another source of stress that you want to take a look at. Number four is organizational change. And I know we've had a lot of that lately and it's easy to assume, well, that's the source for everyone's stress. But, you know, to break it down even in more detail within organizational change, there are some components like organizational communication. Maybe that's what the problem is or the organization's progress, how they're moving toward a goal. Maybe that's frustrating or it could be the organizational vision is not clear. You know, people can get really frustrated and stressed when they don't understand why decisions are being made and where the organization is trying to go. And even if you have that clarity, like I said before, that the stress can come from the communication that's happening. So, you know, within organizational change, there are a lot of nuances to pay attention to. So it's helpful to break that down into subcategories to understand where the real stress is coming from. Number five, a very common source of stress, the manager or supervisor relationship. Is there lack of support from the manager? The manager is probably one of the most important roles that impacts a person's satisfaction at work and their decision to stay or leave an organization. Number six, social support. What kind of social support do you find from the organization, from colleagues, managers, peers? Is there avoidance going on? That's not uncommon. People have challenges when it comes to having difficult conversations or just find it easier to avoid people that they don't want to encounter. Uh, Maybe there's lack of cooperation. So those are some issues that could point to the need for more social support. And then finally, the last source of stress could be job security, where people are concerned about losing their jobs when they don't know what's going to happen. A lot of people start, you know, the rumor mill going. So that's another very common source of stress when people start to feel like their jobs are threatened and they don't know what's going to happen next. So those are are seven causes to consider. Just a quick recap of the potential causes. Number one, the demands of the job could be off. Number two, the effort reward balance is not working. Number three, the need for control. Number four, organizational change. Number five, the manager or supervisor relationship. Number six, lack of social support. Or seven, concern about job security. Stress manifests itself in different ways. You know, physically, you might see this in other people or you might experience this yourself if you feel aches and pains. There's emotional evidence. If someone is moody 
or, or is having difficulty controlling their emotions. I've seen a lot of that over the past few months. There could be cognitive indicators where you're challenged because you can't remember some things. I've had a whole other episode <laughs> on that Um where I talked about getting a grip when you think you're losing your mind. That was the name of that episode. And then finally, there could be behavioral indicators where you're not eating or sleeping. So all kinds of different indicators. But going back to the seven causes, there are actually ways that you can identify what's going on with the person. We offer an assessment called the stress quotient, which can be really helpful to an individual trying to understand very clearly what the biggest sources of stress are, and it can help them gain more insight so that they know what changes need to shift. You know, a lot of times people just know that they're stressed, but they don't really understand where it's coming from. They just feel it. So this is just a simple diagnostic tool that can help you get to the heart of the issues more quickly so that you can develop some solutions that are appropriate. And as a manager or a leader, the more insight you have about what's going on with them, the better you can support them to help them be more productive and work through whatever it is that's going on. You might make some assumptions, which could be off. You might think, oh, well, they just had a bad week, or I know that they've had a lot of changes going on in their unit, so that's probably what's causing a lot of this. But you just never know. As an aside, there are also ways that you can identify the group stress, or if you want to look at the team as a whole to see what some of the patterns are, maybe there's a certain person in the office that's creating stress, or you can see exactly where the sources are coming from within the organization. So that's, that's another tool that you can use to assess what's going on with the team. And if you're interested, just let me know. I'd be glad to share more details about that or talk through whatever your situation is if you're interested in learning more. A few final thoughts about stress. As I mentioned before, be careful about making assumptions about what you think is going on with a person. You really don't know what's going on in the minds, the hearts, the lives of the people that you're leading, especially now. Get the topic of stress out and open and let people know that you're committed to supporting them, that it is a stressful time. I think one of the worst things that you can do is pretend like everything should be normal or to just encourage people to keep going without acknowledging how stressful things can be just by acknowledging the difficulties that people are having makes them appreciate the fact that you understand where they're coming from. It shows that you have empathy. You know, not all stress is bad, but on those days when it seems to be really difficult, just remember that's your greatest opportunity for growth. As I wrap up this short episode, I encourage you again to reach out to me if I can be of help in any way. You know, you can leave a voice message for me through the site. If you go to CEOonthegopodcast.com, leave a voicemail message. It would be great to hear your voice too. So I know that you're out there. Please share this episode with someone who you think might benefit or who would really appreciate that. And I, I hope you have a good rest of the week that is less stressful, especially as you consider some of the insights that I've shared today. Keep doing the work that matters to you. Until next time, take care. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, feel free to share this episode with someone else who might benefit or leave a review. Be sure to connect with me on LinkedIn or visit workmatters.com. You might also want to check out the Social Movement TV show a bold new docu-series that brings together entrepreneurs from all over the world to solve impossible world problems. 
I'll be featured in season two, and you can learn more by visiting workmatters.com forward slash social movement. Until next time, keep growing as a leader and doing the work that matters to you.